independent, expressive of a spirit of independence, self-confident, unconstrained. Good evening. Welcome to Independence Day. This is the show that examines the changing face of the music business and the people who are doing the changing. Independence Day brings you independent artists, producers, and music industry visionaries with in-depth interviews, live performances, and inside information without hype and direct from the artists who practice their craft. Tonight on Independence Day, we have the band Cities. Every generation of young musicians builds upon the ones who came before them. In the case of bands like the Beatles or Led Zeppelin, today's young acts are standing on the shoulders of giants. But musicians find inspiration in non-linear patterns. Frontman Bobby Oliver of the Los Angeles-based band Cities cites singer and songwriter Chris Caraba of Emo Kingpin's Dashboard Confessional as the reason he began playing guitar. Indeed, today's nascent songwriters have a much larger palette of artists from which to draw inspiration. We now live in a mashup world, and this approach is evident in artists like Beck, who has incorporated wildly disparate influences into a cohesive whole. As for Cities, they're doing right by their predecessors by embracing the same things that made them great, namely, learning how to write well-crafted songs with catchy melodies. Welcome to Independence Day, Cities. This is where you walk up to the microphone and you have to <laughs> Hi, say hello. Thank you. Hi. Thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks for being here. It's, it's my pleasure, absolutely. We have four members in the band tonight. We're going to introduce everybody so we know who we're dealing with. Yes. And then make sure you stick close to the microphone when you guys talk so we can hear what you're talking about. And you look so comfortable lounging back there. <laughs> but it's important that we be able to, everybody in the radio land be able to hear you. We have on lead vocals and guitar, some lead guitar, some rhythm guitar. This is Bobby Oliver. Say hello, Bobby. Hi, guys. Next, uh, to his right, to my left, we have Feng Shu Li, who we refer to as Feng, correct? This yes. is where you say hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> say hello, Feng. Nobody hello, takes everyone. The, yeah, exactly. Nobody takes the bait. Uh, also on bass, Mr. Andrew Botini. You're from the east part of the United States, correct? Yeah, I'm from West Virginia. All right, we'll, get back, we'll talk about that here in just a minute. Right. Actually, and on drums, we have the lovely Haruka Yamamoto. Say hello. Hello. Hey, guys. And she's the quiet beetle. <laughs> See, that's correct, right? Yes. Okay, so we won't hear much out of you, I take it. You just prefer to talk with your drums, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, another, ner- another nervous <laughs> laughter. More nervous laughter. Well, so I guess we'll focus on you three over here. You guys are Pasadena based, so you're like actually hometown local Pasadena band, is that correct? Well, I wouldn't say we're local. I mean, that, this I mean, yeah, that's we all formed here. That's what we, the press material says, yeah, man. Really? Yeah, we all formed at the same. We all went to school together. So okay, where'd you go to uh, school? Los Angeles Music Academy. Okay, very nice. Yeah. Which would explain why you're so damn good. <laughs> <laughs> they are. I'm not so much. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys so. are good. I like. You've got a good beat, and you can dance to it, as they say. No, it, seriously, in all seriousness, I mean, you guys are. You guys are kind of a young band. You're one of the younger bands I've had in here, but you're tight. It's nice to see. You know, not that young bands can't be tight. For God's sakes, the Beatles were teenagers when they started. Yeah. But it's uh, you guys are good. You, you sound more experienced than your, your age. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. That's a cool thing. And so you got together at school. Was This is a high school? This is a college? What is college, it? College. The Los okay. Angeles Music Academy. Yeah, it's, it's okay. actually on Fair Oaks. Yeah, it's, it's right over there. I yeah. drive past it every morning. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know. I, I admit that I don't know much about it. Tell me, tell me a little bit about the school. Uh, it's, it's a contemporary music school. It's a small one. It's a year and a half consolidated program. You get an associate's degree. Um, and guitar, drums, bass, and vocals are the okay. So programs. it's all performance based. They yeah, don't have any like technical based. degrees. Actually, they do. They just uh, picked up a producing and recording degree. Actually, so, okay, yeah. And it's so, so it's local people. So, but how far afield are is everyone? I know Andrew. You said you're from the East part. You're from West Virginia. What brought you to L.A.? Uh, I wanted to go to music school actually. Okay. And basically, I wanted to leave my hometown. So yeah, did you <laughs> succeed? Yeah, I did. Got in my Jeep and drove out here. Yeah. 
Now, are all of you graduates of this school then? Yes. All right. Okay, that's cool. It's, it's interesting. You know, so many musicians don't go to school. You know, they just kind of start doing it. They get in a van. I mean, I look back at my history and think sometimes I kind of wish I'd spent the money I'd spent on college, like on a van and some recording gear. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I feel that way. Mm. Now, uh, from the four of you here, I mean, we've, you guys are fairly young, but you're you're not. not are you full time musicians? Anyone mm. aspiring to be? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. You're are you close, or are you making some of your money with music? Or uh, we're not that close yet, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's it's heading that way. Yeah, and what does everyone do to kind of support their music compulsion? And make sure you state your name so we know who we're dealing with. Oh, this is Bobby. I have two jobs. I work at Intelligentsia Coffee's Roasting Works on San Fernando. And basically I put stickers on bags and send out UPS orders a lot. <laughs> um, it's a good job, though. Great people. I absolutely love it there. And then my second job, I'm a essentially a busboy food runner for uh, Haven Gastropub in Pasadena. And that's the thing about musicians, man. Everybody has, like, you wouldn't, you'd be surprised, like, bands that you kind of are somewhat famous, like, they don't always have full, they're not always full-time music anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait for the day that I can not do a normal job. Yeah. And do the dream job. It's a funny balance, though, because I feel like when you're working another job, you're hungrier. Yeah. You know? Like well, you spend every waking minute like thinking about rocking out rather than like putting I, stickers on back. I guess I can't say yeah because I haven't been at the point where I can support myself with music, but yeah. I can imagine that, yeah. And Hong, how about you? You're not from here either. Where's, where's home for you? Uh, I come from Taiwan. Taiwan. And how long have you been in the States? You came here to go to school? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And what do you think of it? It's cool. Yeah? Yeah, I like it. Do you mean Los Angeles or United States or like the whole thing? I mean, I think school is cool. And California is cool too. I like the weather, especially the weather. How can you not <laughs> like the weather? It's by the way, it's almost the summer solstice. It's like my favorite time of the year. It's dark. To, it's like light out till nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Which is like the greatest thing in the world for me. I'm like the opposite of a vampire. <laughs> I love daylight. I love daylight. You know, maybe I should move. Well, I don't know. Maybe I should move to Alaska in the summer or something. That's a lot of daylight. Yeah, that's kind of a lot, maybe. With all those movies coming out about vampires up there too. Yeah, I, I I'm more of vampires. I don't really care for vampires <laughs> so much. And how about you, Andrew? You you came out. You said you came out here for school. Yeah, I yeah. moved out here for school. And, but you're not staying. No, probably not. Where are you headed? Actually, definitely not. I should stop staying. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, moving to Nashville with my girlfriend. Yeah. How soon? If everything goes well. Like tonight after the show. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving in ten minutes. He's out. <laughs> no, uh, j- August first. I didn't know about. Okay, that. that's not too far. August first ish. And Haruka, how about you? You're going. You're from far, far away, right? Yes, I'm from Tokyo, Japan. I've been to Tokyo. Oh, really? I went jogging in Tokyo several times. It was nice. Jog. I like Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Everything's yeah. on time in Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> Would you agree with that? Sure. Yes. Yeah. And you came here also for school. Yeah. And study English. And how's that going? Mm-hmm. You talk That's so good. little, I can't tell whether you're good at English or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, her, it's and, uh, great, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really good English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, but you're going back home too, did I hear? Yes. I'm, I'm leaving... This September, okay. I think. So you guys have got this tight band. Now, Bobby, this is a question for you as like the guy who writes these tunes. Like, uh, maybe this is like low-hanging fruit, dumb question, but how do you feel about the fact that your band is bailing on you this uh, summer? It's, uh, what's a better term for sad? I think that covers it. Yeah, I, I, pretty much. It, it's, it's sad. Hopeless. Um, 
Yeah, we already had one member leave. Uh, his name's Andrew Moore. He went back uh-huh. to Canada. Money situation, things like that. And, um, you know, it's we have essentially two years of chemistry built you know, into okay. this group. And so, yeah, so the band as we see it tonight, with the exception of uh, Mr. Moore, this is a band that's been playing together for a couple of years. Yeah. But that's, that's how you get tight, yeah. you see, yeah. Yeah. is you play together for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, it's definitely, definitely going to be sad. I don't, I don't think it's the end. I'm, I'm trying to talk him into move out to Nashville. Might as well. Yeah. A lot of outdoor musicians there. Who? You. Me? Yeah. Ah, uh, maybe. I invited you. <laughs> they have good barbecue, I know. Yeah, oh, my God. Everyone's so nice. I have dear friends in Nashville. It's a nice town, you know. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's small, and you can buy things there. <laughs> you can. Buy I don't things. just mean in general, like candy bars and like two by fours. I guess what I mean is, like, if you wanted to like have a house to live in, like, right. like Los Angeles, you know, it's like a, it's a it's a. I, I can't even tell you how expensive it is. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. You know it's what I've, I've noticed too about Los Angeles? This is Bobby again. I, I don't know. If every time I talk, I have to announce myself. Um, I get, it seems that a lot of people in L.A. Versus like, because I've been to Knoxville and I've been back east and things like that. And I've even lived and spent some time on Martha's Vineyard. A lot of people in L.A., like they, they're never happy with what they have. It seems they're always striving to get more, get more, get more. They got to get a Mercedes. Yeah. They got to get another BMW and stuff like that. But once you go, or like where I'm from in Modesto, California, the area of Central yeah. Valley, it's just Cowtown. And these guys have been there. So like it, they know it's just like flat for miles and miles around and yeah. just like this this sense of urgency to just continually get more and more you know LA's a big town and everybody's on the make yeah you know people come here from modesto or from iowa or from wherever or you know who knows texas because they're trying to like get somewhere and do something you guys came to school here you know mm-hmm. for the same reason those of you who are not i mean I, nobody's from nobody in this room with the exception of valentino is from los angeles <laughs> You know, yeah. and it's, New York is like that too. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always said that the, like the like the prettiest girl in every town between New York and L.A. are in New York and L.A. Because <laughs> they all left. They want to go where it's, where stuff's going down. Yeah. You know, when yeah. you put you did you know you've done stuff. You're putting the band together here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely, definitely that 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 statement probably needs a lot more explanation. Yeah. But I don't want to go into it. <laughs> you mean the sadness? No, not the sadness. The thing about L.A., because I, I really do love L.A. I was talking to my friend the other day. So we went hiking up in the Angel's Crest and stuff like that. And I think a lot of people have this mindset that L.A. is just this big, sprawling, concrete jungle that has no nothing. But, like, there's everything here. There's yeah. outdoors, swimming, uh, pools, oceans, and mountains. Yeah, I, I think I mean, because of that, that, that moving and shaking we talked about, I mean, LA gets, I think it gets a bad rap. Yeah. But, you know, and there it is sprawling and it no, is concrete. It's huge, yeah. Um, and it's hot and it's nice, but it, it's, there's some, you, what, do you, what do you want? Yeah. It's here. Yeah. You know, with okay. the exception of, I guess, snow on Christmas. Everything else is here that you could possibly and want. And to get to places on time. Yeah. 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 Traffic is bad, but we love it. I love <laughs> LA. I, I never thought I would, but I really do. Yeah, that's, that's kind of I'm right there with you. I'm with that. Randy Newman. <laughs> well, then I guess I'm with Randy Newman. You know, too. I love L.A. Who's not with Randy Newman? <laughs> exactly. Randy Newman's a key. I love L.A. He oh wrote a great song. I love L.A. <laughs> a little before your time, perhaps. <laughs> all right. So with that, let's play some of your music. I want to hear what you guys are all about. You've got a new record that you're kind of working on here. It's not completely finished, but you've got some music that's just kind of unmastered. You're looking for funding, correct? Yeah. We, we started a, um, what's that thing called? A Kickstarter, Kickstarter. project. And... Um, it's been slightly successful. 
and you know we're looking to get the the money to raise it. It's only like four hundred bucks to do it. That's not um, too bad. Yeah, compared you to could what come it could up be. with four hundred bucks. Yeah, I think we can. Yeah. So, th- but the record. Tell me what the record's called. The record's called "Dear Bonnie Love Clyde." And how many tracks? It's going to be eight with a hidden track. Okay, which is like that's like a. That's like a vinyl length record. Yeah, that's like, that's kind of like what I was. Boston One, I think, is about eight or that's nine. That's exactly nine what track. I was going for. With the, was like the length of a vinyl like release rather yeah. than like a new age, you know, fifteen tracks and stuff. So yeah, and from your perspective, you know, from because I, I I'm going to address you a lot tonight as like the young musician because like you're the <laughs> you guys are like the the youngest band, one of the youngest bands I've had in here. Oh really? So yeah. I'm from your I'm I'm looking to get what your perspective is on this. Are you going to make CDs? Are you just going to have downloads? Are you going to do vinyl? What are you going to do? Oh, I I. I bought a a printer that prints CDs. Oh, you're going to burn them at home? Yeah, I'm going to do them all at home, but it actually prints on the CD. It's not a label maker. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a legitimate thing. It's it's a long process. I'm I'm going to fold and, and package everything myself. And uh, I I like CDs. I, I think Botini, you love CDs too. Like, oh yeah, I definitely. Mean, this is this is Andrew. <laughs> if we had if we had the money, press it to vinyl. I mean, yeah, all the way. That's definitely. The best. Um, but. I don't think that's in the works. Even even if we had the money, I'd probably just send it off to like CD Baby and have them make the CDs for me. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we're not at the point where we're probably. I mean, we might sell a thousand CDs. Yeah. Two and a half years from now, but. <laughs> yeah, and you keep so, moving them around from apartment to apartment, like yeah. I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, exactly. all right. I'm going to digress a little bit because I wanted people. We've been talking about this music. We should let people listen and hear what it's Definitely. all about. So this is the track "Chicken Little," which is uh, it's track. You told me what track it was. Track you know, it five doesn't make any difference. Nobody's got it anyway. Yeah. But it's track five. When the record does come out, because I, I have confidence that you'll get this Kickstarter thing uh, nailed down, you. and you'll be selling this at shows, that kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it'll be digitally downloadable and stuff like that. Too. It'll be on Noise Trade. Um, so. Very nice. Yeah. All right. So this is the band Cities. L.A.-based band with the track Chicken Little on Independence Day. been walking on a path of broken glass I don't think my feet are strong enough to last and I have been watching the blood leave my skin Count it as loss And crimson's the call No, but I believe Sun's gonna shine Oh, but I believe the sun's gonna shine.
turn it to gold Yeah, I'm gonna make the sky fall down for your name Yeah, I'm gonna make the sky fall down for you Good evening. My name is Joe Armstrong. You are listening to Independence Day. Every week I come on to this show and talk to you and bring you, uh, talk to you, talk at you, talk with you, bring you some of the best musicians in Los Angeles and beyond, also music industry people. We talk about what it's like to be a musician in 2012, what it's like to make music, how the industry's changed so drastically. It's almost like we had the rug pulled out from underneath us, but we're still at it. We're here making music tonight. I've got the band Cities in here. We're going to come back and talk to them in just a second, but I want to tell you about a little event that's happening this weekend. This is a free plug for something called Make Music Pasadena. It's a free event happening this Saturday, June 16th, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. It looks like there's over 100 free concerts here in Pasadena. The reason I bring this up is I've got two Independence Day artists playing this weekend. I can't tell you when because I don't know exactly the specifics of their, the gigs or where they're playing, but Koreatown, Angela Korea and her, op, our, her outfit, Koreatown, excellent band, love those guys. Also, Honey Honey, who we had on here, they're doing really, really well, so we're interested. You should go out and see both these bands and the rest of these bands. Support live music. It's a very, very important thing because we, uh, we do this thanklessly a lot of the time, and uh, you know, we want to support music and the arts. So, again, Joe Armstrong, go to this thing in Pasadena this weekend. Over 100 free concerts. MakeMusicPasadena.org is where you want to check that out. There's also a phone number here. Maybe I shouldn't give this out, but I'm going to do it anyway. 626-744-0340. It's on the flyer. I figure if they put it on a flyer, I can read it on the air. In any case, what I've got tonight in the band, in the studio here, is the band Cities. Say hello, gents and ladies. Hello. Hello. And uh, they're going to play some music for us here in just a second. But there's, some, there's a really interesting thing that kind of ties you and I together, Bobby. I worked for the band Dashboard Confessional for about a year. <laughs> and you are like super turbo inspired by Chris Caraba. Tell me, tell me what's so special about Chris and what he's doing. Uh, well, you know, like I, 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 we, we were just talking, Joe and I were about... Uh, how I felt about Chris Caraba, who is Dashboard Confessional. For those of you that don't know, I don't know. I kind of feel like a crazy fangirl right now. But, uh, like, I respect him as a songwriter, and I know a lot of people kind of think of him as, like, this emo king goddess or god. But he has this bad rap for that, and I think if you look deeper into his songs and stuff, there's a lot of metaphors and things that are personified as a girl because it's the easiest way for him to get those things out you know so i mean i do kind of the same thing a lot um whether it be philosophy religion um or just a song about a girl you yeah. know so well there's a lot of songs about girls yeah springsteen yeah. girls and cars yeah you know it's Brown a common theme like people, you know we write about what means Band something Morrison. to us in music yeah. and, and and girls and relationships guys if you happen to be a girl or guys or girls if you happen to be homosexual in some way whatever it is it's your relationship and that's what hurts you that's what gets to you, you yeah it makes you happy and sad definitely. did the rest of you guys write yeah i mean this is andrew no one knows that i do but i do <laughs> i didn't even know that my you girlfriend just, knows yeah <laughs> it's uh maybe maybe the world will see some he's, stuff someday he's, he's an aspiring i'm a bass player so aspiring comic you can be writer. a writer and be a bass player man yeah. sting is a writer and a bass player that's true he's he sings better than i do has nicer biceps. He sings better than most people do. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know. 
You know, you have to be able to sing really well to take on a stage name like Sting. Oh yeah, God. But you know how he got it though? Or you can be a wrestler. You know, you know Sting got his name? No. When at gigs he used to wear this like crazy black like black and yellow striped sweater. Mm-hmm. And like he was kind of scrawny back then and like the big guys would threaten him when they'd play these clubs and like they would call him Sting cuz he like he looked like a bee. <laughs> this funny sweater. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, Take that. It's that. a little bit of trivia for you tonight, kids. All right. All right. So I, let's, uh, I want to talk. I got a bunch of things. So you, you, that's your treatise on Caraba? You just you think that he's, he's, he's writing about more than people think he is? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean. Have you seen him play live? Yes. I've seen him. I've only seen him once, actually. Where was, was that? Uh, at the Warfield in San Francisco in 2008. Okay. And uh, <laughs> there's a funny story because I, I met uh, a friend later about a year, year and a half. And I'm pretty sure that he was sitting like three seats down from me. And I didn't even know him at that time. But then we somehow reconvened. Cause it, and it's also really funny because he's in a metal band. <laughs> and Caraba, Dashboard Confessional, is one of his favorite bands, too. It's really strange. Yeah. He brings people together, Mr. Caraba. Yes, he does. <laughs> so let's play some music. You guys have got a bunch of tunes here. I don't want to waste any more time. You've, you've, again, you've brought a bunch of gear out here. I want to let you, see what you guys can do with it. Tell me what this is going to be. Uh, this is a song called Come On. Uh, it's it's a, a quick little tune, a little ditty, and uh, just a fun song, really what it is. All right, let's hear the fun, man. All right. Well, she's a black cow on a Friday night Gonna cruise the town when the moon's just right Wag that tail everywhere I'm gonna make you fall in love Get your troubles, let them be Hang your coat up next to mine I'm gonna make you fall in love Come on, yeah honey, come on, on. Don't you worry about a thing Watch me make you fall in love Watch me make you fall in love Yeah, lipstick on that candy cane Pretty brown eyes make me go insane Hold me close, don't let me go But she still says no The band Cities on Independence Day. That is a short little ditty, and it is a fun little tune. That is a short. And Hong man, I've got to give you. I've got to give some props here, man. Uh, one of my favorite things in the world is good, is good guitar tone, and you've got good guitar tone on that song, man. It sounds really good. I mean, it's, it's like you've got this old. There's a, there's this thing that Fender does now. That's the kind of guitar you're playing as a Stratocaster, correct? 
Yes, sir. <laughs> sir. Sir is my dad. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Let's get that straight right away. So, but you're, you're playing this like Strat. It looks like an old Strat, but it's not really an old Strat. Tell me a little bit about it. Uh, it's a 62 reissue, and it's made in 2010, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But what they call this a relic, right? Yeah. Because what do they do to it? Tell me what they do. Like, they make the guitar become old. Like, I don't know how they make it, but they try to make it like the guitar with the age or something. Yeah. Because people, old guitars are really sought after. You know, people like the old Fender guitars that look like they're all beat up with cigarette burns and nicks and, and chips from falling off of stages and everything. Yeah. So they've got this this relic program where you pay extra. It's like faded jeans. You pay extra money to yes. get a beat up guitar. Yes, absolutely. But it looks cool, and it, 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 it I mean it gives you that that little more soul. Yeah, but you know? actually the truth is I would love to pay the actual money for like looking the guitars being old. Yeah, really? I'm okay with that. Yeah. Instead of beating it up yourself. What? Instead of beating it up yourself. Yes. Yeah, I've got some friends with some really old guitars, man. I have a friend with uh, who sold just a couple of years ago. He sold an all original 1954 Telecaster. He sold it for forty eight thousand dollars, I think, which is absurd. Absolutely absurd. I mean, all original frets, original case, original everything. Sold it to Groon Guitars in Nashville. Mike, you fool! You should never have sold that guitar. It's only going to go up. And it's only going to go up. He said he's selling it for his kid's college fund, but I said, man, wait, that thing will be worth a million dollars someday. Anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. But excellent tone, man. Thank you, man. Excellent tone. That's, that's like the greatest thing ever is guitar tone. Thank you. I think. So good work. Um, so tell me, you know, you guys as a band, he brings, is this, is this, does he bring songs in and then you kind of make up your parts? Or like how, how much, is he a dictator? Is he a benevolent dictator? Is he, is this a democracy? <laughs> he, uh, yeah, no. Usually the songwriting process, he'll bring in, a, this is Andrew, he'll bring in a song, Bobby, and he'll play it for us acoustically, and then we all write our own parts for it. See, and, you know. There's, there's a few times where I have something written Yeah, a lot, a lot of times, actually, it'll just be pieces of a song. Yeah. yeah. And it's like we'll, I bring we'll the, craft it into Bobby. something magical. It's like I, I bring the, the bones, and then they kind of bring the, the tendons and the muscles and the skin and all that stuff, and then we top it off with a ball cap with a helicopter hat. A beanie. Yeah. And so, well, how, how big is the repertoire for you guys, for your band? I think together, I think if I just counted it out the other day. Oh, sorry. Uh, we've probably up to about 30 now. Because yeah. I've, I've been trying to bring a new song in each week when we practice. Oh, that's cool. That's a good idea. So, um, Are you pretty prolific? Are you writing regularly? Like, do you always have new stuff coming uh, up it goes in spurts actually um some weeks i week i write between six and 12 songs and then are you serious yeah and then like yeah, sometimes it's like i'll go three weeks without doing it but because of the process that it takes to get the songs underneath their belts it's yeah. enough time to yeah yeah that, that having a band is a lot there's a lot of overhead and there's a lot of like time and logistics and legwork you know yeah definitely and I, i've i've been kind of like obsessed with Ryan Adams as of late and okay. I don't know why it took me this long to realize like how awesome he is but he writes he he writes a song every day yeah he's very prolific yeah that's that's like his whole thing so he's been doing it since what I, he dropped out of high school at the beginning of his 10th year yeah he's been doing it ever since so that's like 20 something years of songs yeah so he's probably got lots of binders yeah i know prince is very prolific Prince, you know, he's got enough people. As I understand it, he keeps his people on staff 
Like, and they just go to like their job every day and they record all the time. <laughs> I guess I've heard that his basement is just stacks and stacks of tapes. Yeah. Or hard drives, whatever. Wow. I heard he has a vault in a house. Yeah. And it's just filled with tracks. Yeah, there's an interesting wow. story. Um, uh, not Ryan Adams, but Brian Adams, the Canadian from mm-hmm. Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Like, whether you like Brian Adams or not. I do. I, mean, I actually do. Yeah. Um, he's a very, very prolific writer. Back when he has a, has a writing partner, he doesn't, I'm not sure that he works with them anymore, Jim Valance or Valance. Um, and yeah. they would write together, and they would write like that, like, like, like dutifully would sit and write. I, mean, I remember him saying in an interview once that he'd written, like, he wrote like 400 songs before he felt like he could show a song to anybody. You know, because yeah, you, you, that's like working out. You're building up yeah, your muscles. Definitely. One of the things I, I try to do, like, just to make sure that I'm always doing it, I always have Microsoft Word open on my computer. So, like, there's so many document files on there that are just absolute crap. Maybe it's a line, a chord progression, things like that. And I've actually done it a few times um, with where I create, like, this Frankenstein thing where I, I take, like, lines from all these crap things that I was putting together or failed to put together in one of these, like, low points where I'm not able to do stuff and and put them together into a new song and then brought it to him that next week. So I've I've done that a lot, actually. So, But I'm always trying to constantly write, um, even if it's nothing's coming out, you know, yeah. and they're terrible. Sometimes. And this is the second time in a week, the second time we'll reference this. We just lost Ray Bradbury last week. I was a huge Ray Bradbury fan, and he was very, very methodical. This is the same story I told last week, so forgive me, but he woke up every day and wrote. He sat down at his typewriter, he never used a computer, and he would just hammer something out every single day. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like it's a muscle. It is. You, know, you have to work it out. Make sure you talk on the mic when you say these things. So let's hear a little bit. You've got some more music. Let's hear something. We do. All right. What's this all about? Uh, this, this one is very Ryan Adamsy. Speaking of Ryan Adams. Um, song called For You. I gotta figure out a way to put my harmonica on with this, this, uh, headphone set up here. And for the record, I don't really play harmonica. I don't think anyone who claims to play, or like anyone who plays harmonica actually plays. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I just blow into it and make it make noise as a texture for those of you listening, so... One of my favorite musicians is like the crappiest harmonica player I've ever heard. Uh, I saw Jeff Tweedy from Wilco play an in-store with, with Wilco in Chicago when I was living there. And my, I'll be damned if he wasn't the crappiest harmonica player I've ever heard in my life. I love his music to this very day. But I was... I love Wilco. Maybe he was having a bad night. I don't know. But it was bad news, Bears. Hate to talk ill of the man. But Jeff, you got to spend a little time with your, your harp. Pretty close here, guys? Yeah, we're ready. Whenever you're ready, HK. All right, lay it on us.
this long workout Honey, just stick around with me That is the exemplary young band Cities with their track For You, which is like a brand spanking new song. You said this is probably the second time you've performed this? This is the second time we performed this in front of anybody, yeah. That's pretty cool, man. It sounds it sounds good. Like I, 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 I'm, I, I'm fairly blown away. Like You guys are young, <laughs> but you play like mature musicians. Thank you. That's a really, really cool thing. That's a great compliment. Well, I I mean it wholeheartedly. Yeah. You guys play like you've been playing for a long time, but you've got years ahead of you. I think I predict great things. Thank you. So, and I'm bummed that this is kind of like this is kind of the farewell tour almost, though. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. HK, do you want to get married so you can stay here? No. Okay. Is that why you're going back? Because you I just is it like yeah, you're you're running out of time to stay. <laughs> no. Yeah. Talk on the mic. It's just a money thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, well, Jesus, uh, <laughs> Tokyo is like 10 times as expensive as LA. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been there. Man, this, I mean, okay, I'm not going to ask you the sushi question. I think there's great sushi here. Do you think the sushi's any good here? 
<laughs> no? I don't think so. No? Where do you work again, Haruka? The sushi place in Arcadia. Yeah? Is it good? Yeah. There, yeah. Should I go there? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, Kiyosuzu. Shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, do you like the sushi there where you work? Yeah. Uh, they're all they're Japanese chef, and it's, it's more like Japanese real sushi, okay. I think. What do they do? It's other than like the cream cheese nonsense. Like, what do they do here that's not good? It's lame. Avocado. Yeah. And like rolls, California rolls. Yeah. It's not sushi. No, I think so. Too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that fake crab stuff. You know, it's like fish paste that's gross. I mean, not fish paste, like the fi- kind of fish paste you use to make fish food. Like it's, it's like paste that they mold to look like fish. It's gross. That actually sounds really disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the pink ooze for chicken McNuggets. Yeah, the pink Almost. slime. We're not, that's delicious. No more food talk. <laughs> so I'm, I'm fascinated by this concept of you guys being in school together. Because, I mean, I went to school. I have a degree in music. Mm-hmm. As useless as that may seem. It's like getting a turd with a ribbon wrapped around. Yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah, but... But, I mean, it does affect your playing. Like, you guys are seasoned musicians, even at your, your age. Mm-hmm. Um, like, tell me a little more about your experience. Like, when I was there, like, we could rehearse on campus, essentially, for free. Yeah. Which I would kill for now. Yeah. Well, this is Bobby. We, we, there's lots of things that were given to us there. Like, we, we could rehearse on campus for free. Um, we just had to book a room, two hours, time slot. And we also had free studio time. You know, which I think was the most beneficial thing because we have, you know, one record out and then we have another one that's about to be out. And I have numerous demos and stuff that I've recorded, you know, in the studio in my spare time. And, you know, like that would have cost us thousands of dollars to get all that stuff done. And we got to do it for free. So, you know, it's fantastic. Really and, the, and the faculty, like, I mean, I'm assuming they're pretty supportive. I mean, that's what they're paid to do. Yeah. But, I mean, how, like, what did you learn specifically there that you think you wouldn't have learned by getting, like, a degree from just a school that wasn't a specific music school? Uh, Anyone can answer. Well, the great thing about our school, this is Andrew, they have all these, like, our teachers are incredible session musicians in L.A. And, uh, like, the bass department is just unreal. And what, what we do, aside from lecture, where there'll be... I mean, the bass department's actually pretty small. So to say there's six of us sitting in a room and we're learning from, uh, I don't know if anyone listening knows Jerry Watts or Steve Billman, but they're incredible players. And they've been playing for, you know, 20 plus years. But half the class time is a lecture. The other half time is where they'll bring in other musicians and we can play with like legit guys on drums and guitar. So, you know, I mean, it's actually like playing. If we ever were to be session musicians, that's what it'd be like, you know. Yeah, and yeah. like this is Bobby. Like I think Dave Dave Byer is he he drums for Melissa Etheridge. Like, yeah, he's he's the regular guy for her on tour and studio and stuff like that. And I I think that was one of the coolest things. I mean, I'm kind of the black sheep of the school because I didn't practice very much. Um, but it was still. And cool. You're admitting that now. I'm, yeah, everyone knows. Everyone knows. I had my own program essentially at the school <laughs> <laughs> because everyone dropped out and I didn't. So, but it, but it's still cool. Like we got to hang out with Targ uh, and Coney and, and stuff like that. And then uh, Dave Hill and, and Jody Fisher, who I think is probably one of Fung's favorite teachers and stuff. Not Jody. No, you don't want to talk. He's <laughs> <laughs> a beast. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's probably one of the most technically sound guitarists I've ever witnessed in my life, hands down. Yeah. So. And it's things like this. At schools like this, you learn that you can... 
you know, you can be a, a like a working musician. Yeah. You know, everyone everyone picks think, thinks of musicians and they think of like Steven Tyler or the Beatles or Led Zeppelin. But there's a lot of musicians. Most musicians don't get their names. They're the drummer for Melissa Etheridge mm-hmm. or they're the bass player for the Wallflowers mm-hmm. or they're, you know, whatever. There's a lot of people, thousands upon thousands of people who make a living doing this. Definitely. But they're not on the marquee. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're not a, f- a front name or anything like that. Like, you can take John Mayer's band, which is made of David Ryan Harris, Robbie McIntosh, JJ or Steve Jordan, things like that. And I mean, and Pino Palladino, Pino. And Sean Hurley, I think, yeah. is the other bassist. Yeah, people who are, I mean, I know these names. Yeah. People right. who are yeah. musicians know these people, but, but everyone but else. Everyone just knows John Mayer, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And before we go into our school, I, I mean, I have such an appreciation for different genres. Like, I wasn't, I didn't listen to a lot of jazz before I went to music school, you know? Yeah. Like, I wasn't a ska band. And uh, <laughs> then, like, and jazz is, I mean, the foundations of Western music, probably, you know? And that really opened a whole new world up for me. Yeah. Yeah. Guys all play jazz? Yeah. I mean, I try. <laughs> this this Fung is incredible. Yeah. No, Fung's, Fung's, Fung's incredible. HK's incredible. Let's yeah. hear a little. I think. You want to play, play some, some jazz, jazz, man. Yeah. Play some jazz. You were just playing Chick Corea earlier. Anything. Lay it on me. Do it. On the spot. <laughs> some scat, man. Yeah. yeah. More volume. Turn up all the way. Play some chord melody. This is one of my uh, favorite lick and learning from my teacher. Okay. So I'm gonna show. This is a two five one lick. <laughs> Listen. Play two, two five one. Pick a key. I want you guys. Uh, you play because I'm in a different tuning. Okay. It's uh, I, I, you you will hear that because the lick based on the chord. <laughs> Two five one league, one of my favorites. Thank you. <laughs> Study time with phone. Who are you, who's your favorite jazz guitar player? Uh, actually, uh, this is fun. Actually, it's pretty weird. Like, I learned in jazz and playing jazz, but I don't really like any jazz guitar player. It's funny you should say that, because I, I was forced to play jazz all through high school, all through college in yeah. jazz bands. My favorite jazz has no guitar in it. Yeah. You know. I can play it. I can. I mean, I'm not. I'm probably not even half as good as you are, even at, at playing jazz. I'm a hack at jazz guitar. But all, but that's because I never liked. I never aspired to play jazz on guitar because I didn't like the way guitar worked in jazz. I'm not saying there aren't great jazz guitar players. There most certainly are. But the the stuff that I liked had was like big band or piano combos or stuff like that. Yeah, I'm a little bit kind of like you. Yeah, I like a lot of jazz band, but just don't like the guitar play. Yeah. You know what the funny thing is? For me, it's the guitar tone. Yeah. I Absolutely. Hate I don't yeah. like the guitar jazz tone. Jazz <laughs> players have terrible tone. I do. I, don't, in, in, I can tell you. I think Jody told me the, the reason as to why this is, is because back when jazz started, they only had like these single coil humbuckers and they yeah. created all the hum and stuff like that. Um, not humbuckers, single coil, like, yeah. uh, you know, on their 335s and stuff. So they rolled the tone knob back all the way because yeah. that's the only way to get rid of this nasty hum from the fluorescence and stuff when they're taping and then it became like the staple mark tone for jazz which is yeah. essentially the worst tone you could ever have. i call it the wet noodle tone <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me and my roommate i went to berkeley college of music for a while and my my roommate was a guitar player of course because everyone at berkeley is a guitar player <laughs> and he had a role in jc120 and it's like I, I don't i mean i don't know why you anybody would ever play through one of those things it sounds terrible yeah a jazz player would probably love exactly. it. Exactly. And he did. And that was it. <laughs> I, I taunted him relentlessly. In any case, more music. Let's see what you guys got for us here. All right. Um. 
This is actually the. Uh, yep, I, I pushed okay. the tuner this okay. time. Yeah. This is the uh, title track of our next record, Dear Bonnie Love Clyde, um, soon to be released, hopefully next month. And uh, yeah, here we go.
on and let it come And it dry up all the ground There's blood on our sheets They couldn't let us sleep That's the band Cities here on Independence Day. Good work, man. How are you going to replace these badass players? I have no idea. You're going to go back to the school? That's probably, uh, you know, I mean, not maybe. like physically to go like to attend the school, <laughs> but you could post a flyer. You're probably tight with folks there, I've, right? Uh, you know, I've I've started talking to a few folks there. Um, so a bassist and a drummer that hopefully after they're just on their two week break right now. So, yeah. um, one's from England, one's uh, from Connecticut. So. Bring them in, have them sit in for the next few months. While we Maybe you should find musicians them. who are from closer to here so that they don't move <laughs> well, I, away. I, 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 the first question I ask them is, is, what are your plans after graduation? Are you staying? And it's, yes. And if it's, ah, I'm going back home, well, then never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's such a fascinating thing to me because it's such a similar experience to what I had. You know, I recorded an album, you know, at my studio uh, at school, and then we released it. You know, it was cool. We had, we had, we had great promise. Yeah. And great hope. But then, you know, like you, everybody, or like this band, everybody went off to their separate ways after school. You know, we tried to kind of, we talked about keeping it together. I mean, that was easier or well, harder for us. We weren't, we didn't go to school somewhere cool like Los Angeles. We were in the middle of cornfields. <laughs> so we, there was no point in staying there. But, yeah, you know, we I, had, everything was different. I plan on keeping it together as much as I can. Um, and, and also doing a solo acoustic project, too. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to stop. By of course means, not. You know. Well, you're in the right city. I mean, I'm, I'm very sad, that, again, to see that these guys are, you know, going away. But, I mean, you've got, in Los Angeles, I mean, you've got tons of musicians. If you're in if any city like Los Angeles, Nashville, New York, as long as you're in one of those three cities, you will find what you're looking for. So, and then let's, let's talk to you while he's fiddling around with his stuff, Andrew. Sure. Uh, you're, so, Nashville, what do you plan to do there? Well, my girlfriend's dragging me there. She is a country music singer. <laughs> right, no, we, we have ascertained that, but you're going to show up and you're going to keep playing yeah. music there? You're going to look for a gig? What's the deal? You know, I'm uh, hoping to find a band similar to this because I'm into the country stuff. I'll play it. If I'm, I have no problems with that. But hopefully if I can get into kind of a rock band, I'd, I'd be happier, you know? Yeah. But, there are a lot of bands in there. I, mean, I don't say this in a bad way, but there's a ton of opportunities yeah. to play there. Yeah, that's what I hear. And I mean... I, I, I'm kind of working on a project with my girlfriend, too, so if that works out, maybe I can play bass in that band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how close are you guys to being able to ready to play another tune here? Pretty close? Uh, pretty close. Mm -hmm. I'm going to plug this, this little bad boy in real quick. I'm going to check the tuning. That's okay. You know, I was going to say, you know, I've, I've got a lot of connections in, in Nashville, actually, too, yeah. that are probably looking to start bands. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I actually, uh, one of my buddies used to work at Martina McBride's studio, Black... Blackbird Records, I think. So he's going to put in a good word for me. Maybe I can be an intern. I'll work for free. Yeah, that's how you do it, man. Mm -hmm. That's how you get a gig. I worked for free. Well, not for very long. Yeah. All right. We are ready. Um, I could use a little more vocals, if that's possible. Uh, ready to This one and maybe one more. 
Okay, this one and then maybe one more? Or? Yeah, this one and one more. Okay, so let's do Renegade Love. Renegade Love. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. All right, yeah, so this this one is uh, called Renegade Love. It's kind of a Pearl Jammy song. You might like this one, Joe, if you're into Pearl Jam. Anyway.
Band cities raising the bar for bands all over Los Angeles and beyond. Good work, man. Thank and a little you. bit diverse. Like, man, you could get a you could get a gig. I think as like a like a like a song plugger. That's like that's what they used to call it back in the Brill Building. Because you've got breadth in what you do. You know, you've got the Pearl Jam thing. You can do the Ryan Adams thing. You can do different things. Like, I, I see future. I see I see good things <laughs> Thank in you. your future. All of your futures. You guys are excellent. How about one more tune before we run out of time? One you guys can, can, can you right, can we, we do, do pretty quick here? Called, uh, do a song called Betty. Um, Betty Draper? No, just Betty. <laughs> so this is a track called Betty. This is a new track, old track. Will this be on the record? No, it won't be on the record. Thank you. Don't leave me hanging here. Hanging in the closet, red wine stain sitting on the carpet. Yeah. Telephone ringing in the background, lullaby singing, nobody's listening. Answer machine call, Betty, can you hear me? Betty, can you hear me sing my song? Thank you. 
Very, very nice. That was excellent. Thank you. I wish I could have you guys play all night, but unfortunately, <laughs> we got stuff go to home. do. We got places to go, people to see, sushi to eat, maybe French fries. I'm, I'm thinking, like, I don't know. I don't know what I want to eat, really, but I'm yeah. really hungry. I'm hungry. Pizza. Pizza? Oh, man, I had pizza for lunch. Or popcorn if we go see Prometheus. Perhaps. Oh, the Prometheus. Don't get me started on the Prometheus. <laughs> I was. I don't want to say. I don't want to say. Oh, no. I don't want to wreck it for you. <laughs> Call me after the movie. Let me know what you think. Maybe we'll go see Snow White. In any case. You know, it's that Wes Anderson movie. I think that's what I want to see more than anything. Oh, right yeah. Now. Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. I like the Wes. How can you not like the West? In any case, so if you want to hear about you guys, you've got a bunch of different websites here. You've got thebandcities.com. That's like your main site, correct? Yes. Okay, yeah. but then you've got a bunch of other stuff, too. You've got the Facebook. You've got the MySpace. You've got Reverb Nation. You've got Noise Trade. You've got Pure Volume. There's so many things here, but they can all find these if they go to the main website. Is that correct? Thebandcities.com? Yeah, definitely. And if you're ever confused, it's, it's always something with the band cities. The we, band we, cities. We couldn't get cities.com because it's a travel agency. <laughs> And yeah, cost a lot of money and that's all. That's an away. awful lot of money for that yeah, kind of yeah. thing. And the web is the way the best place to find you guys. Tweet as well. Uh, I'm working on it. I'm yeah. trying to figure out Twitter still. I still yeah. don't know how to work it really. Yeah, and you've got all kinds of stuff on the website, right? Yeah, definitely. You've got I, audio, I you have to video too. Yeah, audio yeah. and video and your shows. Video. I looked. I didn't see any upcoming shows. Is that correct? Uh, that's because I did not have the chance with the two jobs to actually okay. update it. We we do have a show coming up on on the 23rd in Rancho Cucamonga at Clatch Roasters. Okay. And then uh, the next show we have locally in Pasadena is tentatively July 5th with Glenn Iris. Oh, yeah, friends of ours. We've yeah. had them on the show. They don't know it yet, but <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the date that uh, the promoter and I have been working on. So. Oh, yeah. Well, please tell them I said hello. Yeah, I will. All right, cool. Definitely. Thank you guys so very much for coming out spending some time with us here tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure. You guys are really, really great players. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you for having you know, us, man. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining wherever you go, you're going to find good things to do. Like, you're all tasteful. You're all intelligent. You're all smart players. Less is more. <laughs> you know, you're not getting paid by the note, right? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah, at least not in this band. Less than in most bands. <laughs> anyway, so you got a good, head, good heads on your collective shoulders. You'll be fine. Definitely. Anyway. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you so, so much. very much. So, uh, tonight we've had the band Cities on here, thanks to Robert, Andrew, Fung, and Haruka from Cities. Also to the Independence Day staff, Dale Tanksley and Wayne Topinski. And as always, to Valentina Rivera from Lancer Radio. I'm, <laughs> for Independence Day, who am I? I'm Joe Armstrong. Be good to one another. <laughs>